Welcome to the LC Parent Podcast, where we get real about the struggles, victories, and laughs we share as parents. All right. We are so excited to be with you guys on this bonus episode of LC Parents. Okay, I'm just, let's just, we're just going to talk about the elephant that's in the living room because there is one. What are you talking <laughs> well, about? <laughs> there is one. There's a huge elephant. It's called the coronavirus. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> oh, COVID 19. <laughs> Um, you know, it's a good thing we could laugh about it for sure. Um, so I'm Allie Evans. I'm the central group leader. That means absolutely nothing of kids and student <laughs> ministry at Life Church. And I'm with two of my very best friends, Justin Edge hello, and hello. Vince Parker. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> this is this, gonna be a fun one. This is definitely gonna be a fun one for sure. Um, so like you guys, we are experiencing a lot of things that we've never experienced before. I mean, this is literally an unprecedented time in my lifetime, um, in, in all of our lifetimes. So we're day by day, just like you guys, we're trying to figure out work. We're trying to figure out where we're buying groceries. We're trying to figure out entertainment. We're canceling flights for vacations that were planned. Man, just things are, some of us are, are working from home. Our kids are already home from spring break in many cases and now have extended spring breaks, we'll call it. We wanted to get on the podcast and do a bonus episode today to talk about some of the things that you all are feeling as parents. You know, we're kind of cutting up today, but the truth is we're all being impacted by this, being at home, kind of being locked away, not necessarily quarantined, but there's kind of nowhere to go, can be really, really challenging. So we've asked you all, the parents... What, what's your biggest concern right now? What are the things that are on your mind? And we're going to talk about some of those, not answers. I wouldn't presume to say that we have answers, but we'll share with you some of our, our thoughts and hope to give you some encouragement. But guys, why don't you share with us a little bit, and we each have our own story, what's happening in your own house with your kids related to coronavirus stuff? Yeah, it was just recently my uh, oldest daughter actually uh, came and talked to my wife and I and she had a little voice of concern, and we're like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, I'm okay with what's going on. I feel like I'm in a good spot mentally, but my some of my friends are really challenged by what's going on, mm. and there's some anxiety popping up and a curiosity of, like, what's next and a lot of, like, just internal struggle. And, man, she was actually trying to process how do I help her navigate those conversations. So, like, mm-hmm. that peer-to-peer, because we've been kind of looking at it as us, how do we as adults, how do we as parents partner and lead our kids and guide and direct them, but at the same time, we can do our part, but the kids, our students, are actually having conversations with each other. And so that's the thing that we're really digging into, trying to point back to God's Word, even, like, internally wrestle for some resources ourselves. So... I'm super excited about what uh, just the conversations we've had with uh, Life Kids pastors and youth pastors about how to have those conversations. But man, that's that's a real real life situation's happened just a couple of days ago with us. Yeah, you, I think there are is a certain demographic of our kids, or not necessarily demographic, but maybe disposition of our kids who are scared. You know, just, there's a fear. What if grandma, I hear that every old person that's getting this is going to die, you know, or whatever. There's a real fear about this virus. And then there's just some other things that I, kids don't like things that are that there's not an answer for. And so I think that that's really challenging. Um, Vince, what about you guys? How are things going at your house? Any any impacts? Yeah, I think that statement you said, kids just don't like things they don't want to answer for. Uh, my daughter worked really hard to graduate high school about a year early, 
Wow. And so she's about to graduate uh, cosmetology school early, mm-hmm. but in order to do that, you have to have so many hours, 500 mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. So if you can't go to class to get those hours, you can't uh, pass the class, then you can't take the test. Uh, an internship that she's applying for has been put on hold uh, to oh, make wow. that happen. And so it's not just her, but her friends. And so there's just so many out there who think about it, who play kids who play baseball, who are looking for a scout to come visit them so they can get the final word about that scholarship, but they don't have games to play. And so they're just learning things that have been put on hold. And I think uh, for my daughters, I hear her talk about it and talk about her friends and their situations of just they're like, so what do we do? And their response is, well, we don't know right now because they, they, they don't. So right. If, if she's got friends all over the country. Some of them, they don't have school the rest of the year, but they still don't know what they're going to do over the summer or how that's going to work out. Or those who know they may not have school for the next three weeks, but they still don't know what they're going to do beyond that. So, yeah, it's definitely a very uh, difficult time for so many just especially for for our kiddos, just in how they process. So I can't imagine just where people and parents are at and how they're doing. Yeah, it, it, it's it's uncertain. I think that's the right word. Even our leadership here at Life Church, as we've sat in meetings, nine o'clock yesterday, some things we were talking about changed by 11. Oh, yeah. And were adjusted again by four o'clock, you know, based on the latest press conference, based on our governor. And of course, we're always going to fall in line with the leadership that God's placed over us in our government. And so we're just by the moment making changes. So we're generally pretty resilient. And I think kids are generally pretty resilient. But again, just the uncertainty can create a lot of anxiety and stress. Um, So we're going to try to I don't know, um, provide some guidance and maybe encouragement around some of these things today. One of the responses that came up when I posted a question in LC Parents about what are, what's your greatest concern, um, and then I got a couple of uh, kind of private messages from people. It's actually twofold. It's really interesting, and I love how God sort of answers the questions and problems of His people with His people. Mm. We've been saying this week that the church is people, and you can't cancel people. So church services may be canceled, but you can't cancel what it is that God intends to do through His people. And so some of the response um, to one of that question on the Facebook group had to do with legitimately, during this time, my kids are home, I have a lot of kids, or I've got all my neighbor's kids that are usually at my house eating and eating us out of house and home and that sort of thing, and now I am unemployed temporarily, hopefully temporarily. And when I was counting on school lunch and school breakfast for my crew, and I know a lot of our neighborhood kids, I just don't know how we're going to provide the next meal. And that's a legitimate concern during this time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's a, a difficult space to be in. The cool thing about that is that, again, I mentioned that God's people sort of answer, answer their own challenges. And that is, on the other hand, I've gotten a bunch of direct messages from people who are saying, listen, I am in a good place right now, and I am retired, I don't work, I stay home with my kids, and we're doing good. I would love to be able to help people who have real need. If someone, isn't that great? Yeah, Yeah. love it. If someone needs groceries, if someone needs a ride to the store, if someone needs babysitting, there are people at all of our locations of Life Church who are ready with probably the resourcing that you may need 
and we just need to help you get connected. So that's wonderful. That's the church being the church, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. You can't cancel people. We can cancel a a church service at a building, but you can't cancel the people. And I love that. So I talked to some of our team members on the Life Group's Life Missions team, and I asked, what is the real answer for some of these super real challenges related to literal food, shelter, some of those kind of practical resources that families need? And here's what I was told. Every campus has a regional food bank in their vicinity. And those food banks are ready to serve the community. They're, they're ready to go. So the latest word from all of those food banks is, send the people. We're ready. So be sure to contact your local food bank if you find yourself in need, or contact the church, and they're going to get you connected with other people. Now, if you're on the other side of that and you're like, I'm, I'm kind of resource wealthy right now, like I, I'm in a place right now where I can serve and help. I just want you to know, of course, that your generosity to Life Church helps our global and local mission partners. So that is one way for you to continue to bless people in our community is through your generosity directly through Life Church. If you have things, I was just talking to a guy who said that his small business is now going to be closed for a few weeks um, under the, the leadership of our government. And he is excited to fall in line with that. But he said, I have a storehouse with paper goods. Mm-hmm. So I was like, take them. I said, I don't know, maybe take them to the food bank, or at least they would tell you where to take them. But at least the church would. So I've gotten him connected with someone as to where he can take those kinds of resources. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love that. Um, so any thoughts on those kinds of things, practical ways that people can meet the needs of the people in the community? No, I thought all that was really good. I The thing that I've kind of heard as you were talking, it kept on rolling my mind was just... Uh, activate, say something. If you feel like you are in a position where you are uh, resource heavy, man, say something. Talk to your campus. Talk to whoever you're connected with on your campus. May it be your host team pastor, life kids, switch, whatever it may be. Have that conversation. Um, but also, man, if you're really in need of something, say something. We we just kind of the short stories you shared right there. People are excited, and you're not a hindrance. You're not a burden. I know my wife and I went to the grocery store uh, this weekend sometime, and we reached out to our neighbors and said, hey, we're going to be here. Do you need anything? And everyone was good, but that's fine. We're still going to follow up and check up on them and, and those kind of things, but uh, at least they know that we are there and ready for them. So, yeah, I think that's all great. Yeah. Vince, we've talked a lot um, in the last couple of weeks really just about the church being the church. You know, what are, what are some practical ways that people can meet the needs of the people in their community? Uh, you first got to speak up and you just got to ask people. If you're just sitting around waiting for someone to knock on your door and say, I have a need, that's more than likely not going to happen. But if you were to knock on your neighbor's door and talk to them through their ring camera, most people got a ring <laughs> camera nowadays, right? Um, and just say, hey, man, if you need anything, I want you to know I'm here for you. Or even if you hear of someone that needs something or have a family member I can serve, right? Uh, we've all seen it. No one has toilet paper. But someone has toilet paper. Let's just be honest, right? right? And if you happen to be the person who has toilet paper mm-hmm. um, and you, f- you hear someone, yeah, <laughs> then go out there and, and feel free uh, to share. Uh, and I think also uh, something that may simply be overlooked, but just a call of encouragement. I, I think it's, it's on all of us to create the community that we live in and why I truly believe that, man, face-to-face community is important and now we're social distancing ourselves from other people. I think it's okay to get go old school and pick up the phone and call someone. Mm-hmm. You know, or do a FaceTime or Google Duo or whatever mobile device you use just to say, hey, 
you know what, I'm here for you, I care for you, thinking about you, and do that for two or three people a day, more than you normally would. And by the end of the week, you'll find yourself talking to 14 to 21 or even more people that'll just say, hey, man, you you can serve in a way in a time in which some people are feeling, they're just feeling lonely because they're not around a lot of people. You know, when you're, if you're a student or uh, a teacher, or if you work in an office building with more than 50 people, to go from 50 to one or two is is huge, you know. So if yeah. you're an extrovert, that's a big deal. Now, if you're an Ooh. introvert, you might be praising Jesus right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I love what we're saying because it all is grassroots. I mean, this is the way when you think about Acts 2, people met each other's needs. They didn't wait for the church or a, you know, nonprofit organization to spin up a program. Those things are wonderful and great. 100%. But people looked out their door, lifted their heads up from devices that didn't exist. And they met each other's needs. And I love what we're saying. Yeah, and a little bit what y'all talking about, especially what you said, Vince, all of that is very true outside of what's going on in our circumstances right now. So don't allow this to be a temporary response to what God is prompting inside of you. Just continue to activate on that. And because that actually speaks so loud to your kids and the people around you, like, no matter what, we're going to be a people of generosity. No matter what, we're going to be a people of uh, support and care for those that are around us. That's so good. That's so good. One of the other, not one of the others, but uh, many questions popped up that related to some degree to anxiety, stress, what do I do next? Again, back to the uncertainty thing. So I wanted to share a couple of things. I read an article. It was from the Clay Center for Young Healthy Minds. It was seven ways to support kids and teens through coronavirus. Well, that's pretty pointed. So I wanted to share a couple of these points with you guys. These are these things are not rocket science, but when you think about it, it's it's actually all very faith based. Um, they were talking about how do I have a good conversation? How do I stay in the right mindset so that I don't allow some of that stress and anxiety and those things to kind of overtake? And really, there were three points to that one, and that was accentuate the positive. I mean, that's actually really, really easy. Oftentimes what we do is we sit around thinking, I can't go to the store. I can't go on my vacation. I can't, you know, what I can't do and what I don't have access to and some of those kinds of things. What if we flip that on his head? You know, because I'm at home, I can clean out the closet. I do have margin to work in the garage. I can finish that project. I can, Vince, back to your point, connect with my friends from high school who I haven't seen or talked to in years, or in the case of some of our kids and students, we can have them engaged together. So what can we do? Accentuate the positive. The second thing is don't overload on the news. I don't know about y'all, but we have Fox News on. Oh, I probably shouldn't have shared my preference. I just like the people on front. I wow, like Maria. Wow. I like Maria. But, wow. Um, <laughs> but um, you can. You can overload, and it gets to be real doomsday. I mean, it's the economy and the this and the sickness, blah, blah, blah. And I'm telling you, that is not good. And the third thing was, just remember it won't last forever. One of the things that I find myself telling my daughter is that there is an end in sight. This isn't going to last forever. You hear people, when they, particularly when they're talking about the stock market, ride it out. We just have to ride it out. And that's true. This too will pass. I think that if we can stay on top of those three things or a couple of additional things, being prayerful, we need, just need to ask God for this. You know, a lot of us don't have a natural positive disposition. And so we need to lean into that. God, how can 
you equip me to have a positive outlook. I would love to be the kind of person that could bring encouragement and light in this dark time. Be prayerful and ask God to change your heart. Uh, that's actually scriptural. And the, the next, the last thing that I just personally added was take action. I don't know if you guys are like me, but I often find that when I am serving other people and I'm thinking outside of myself, it's so much easier to get positive. But when I'm just, all I'm thinking about is what's wrong with me and how this isn't helping me, then I can live in a really negative place for a long time. So those would be my encouragements um, to you guys. I want to toss it back to you guys. So I'm super excited about some things we've been spending time on this week. Um, related to kids ministry, Justin. Um, Justin leads kids ministry at Life Church and works here with our creative media team, along with all of the leaders at your campuses, uh, the Life Kids pastors and some other staff members. And they have been working li- almost literally around the clock on some new stuff. So, Justin, share with us about how it is that families can connect with Life Kids content while they're at home during the season, but then also the improvements and enhancements that you're making so that even long after we're back in our buildings and those kinds of things, they can engage with content at home. Yeah, 100%. As you know, uh, this past weekend, we, they made the, the direction leadership team made a made the call to uh, close our physical locations. And so what do we do? And we show what we have. We show our Bible app for kids content. We have our YouTube pages. And we have those things that we're going to point our kids to and our parents to to view. But after like just thinking about that, we came out of a position going, all that is really good, but there's a couple things missing. And so Monday morning, first thing actually over the weekend, but Monday morning out the gate, started having conversations with our creative media team. It's like, let's shoot for the moon. Let's go for something big. And we did, and it's happening. And what it is, is we're actually going to be creating something that's going to show uh, this weekend. We are actually going to have an MC who's going to live teach the content, so set everything up. We're actually going to have small group questions that you as parents can help navigate in wow. and connect and loop. We'll have games going on. That's awesome. So instead of just allowing them to watch the air quote meet and the, the teaching lesson of it, it'll actually be a Life Kids online experience. And so I am just so excited. Our creative media team has literally go... Justin, what do we got to do? Dropped everything. They're recording it right now. I'm telling you, it is absolutely amazing. And uh, just to kind of, if I can go a little further inside of this alley, I'm, I'm really excited about is there's a lot of churches that are just going, what do I do? What kind right. of content can I create? Because they don't have uh, video teaching, if you will, and mm-hmm. all of theirs is in-person teaching. Oh, yeah. So they're... So, so what, okay, do you, yeah. what do you teach kids at all if you can't actually be in the room? So there's a lot of you know, just internal, like, what do I do? What do I do? And so I'm super excited, actually, that on Friday, we're going to release all that content. So everything for Bible app for kids, which is two through four-year-olds, Crosstown, which is kindergartners and five-year-olds, Connect, first through third grade, and Loop, fourth through sixth, they're going to have their own live experience. And so it's going to be absolutely crazy. It's exciting. And you as a parent are actually going to be able to help them navigate what they're learning and uh, helping them process that to keep that conversation going. So I I cannot wait. I'm I'm really excited. Um, One thing that I love about that, Justin, is that we've always had our videos online and we've got hundreds of thousands of views of our live kids videos online. And so now what what I think I hear you saying is that kids are going to get a full scale experience from beginning to end, not just a great video. Yeah. But 
the full experience, which is so great. Hundred percent. Yeah, it is. It parents, I would encourage you definitely watch it, sit down, and engage with them. It's going to be a game changer, and I cannot wait. Uh, to see how God's going to use what's happening in our world to just make His name greater. And That's I think so it's going to be uh, awesome. So I can't wait to see uh, how it all shows. It'll be this weekend. That's awesome. And then going forward. Yeah, here and out. So Vince, you and I know that, well, Justin, you too, because you have them living in your house. Engaging students online looks a little bit different because they're already incredibly social media driven, online engaged individuals. So what is it that we're doing with Switch? I know that we're even making enhancements as we speak to engage students online. What is that going to look like? We're just taking what Justin did and <laughs> putting the Switch stamp on it. It's going to have to look different it. than kids, Vince. <laughs> what is that? Is that not going to work? Okay. No, but, but for what we're doing is we've actually realized that your kids are out of school for a long time, right? The minimum I've heard is April 6th. And so we're talking at least three weeks, four weeks, somewhere six weeks. And so what do you do at that time? How do you encourage? Well, we're starting to do things like, hey, how does this affect you? We actually want to hear from your students. So you're going to see us live on Instagram a whole lot, uh, doing things on TikTok that engage activities, on YouTube, having services and also going live, uh, producing new content and regular content that actually matches what's going on with today. And so again, our creative media team has been hard at work as well as all the things that your youth pastor at their location is doing to engage these students exactly where they're at. So if you have a student that's on Instagram, know that they'll be hosting with their Swiss leaders some groups for Instagram. If you don't allow your kid to be on social media, that's okay because there's great platforms like Zoom that business people use all the time, but you would feel comfortable allowing your student to use that to engage in face-to-face time with their other students and their small group leaders so they can still have that healthy, spiritual, biblical community. And again, we are putting all these resources together that your youth pastors will have that your students will have along with just the service time. But daily, you will see something from the youth ministry, not just a simple post, but a live activity where students can engage with, comment, ask questions. So they feel like, hey, I'm not alone in this. Right. But someone's walking through this with me. And it's not just simply our youth pastors telling them how they should feel, but they're getting the chance to hear from other students their age. So whether they're a senior in high school who goes, I don't know what to do with this, or, hey, they're an eighth grader who's really excited that they get to play a lot of Fortnite and a lot of Cheetos for the next few weeks. <laughs> no matter where they're at, they're going to get a chance to hear from someone who's at where they're at, also with a bunch of fun, engaging activities, anything from uh, Bible planes that we'll be doing live on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, to the message and the services and all kinds of cool things that just keep students totally engaged and show them how to continually have a healthy online friendships and community. That's so needed right now. Thank you guys for sharing that. I know that it's important for us to continue to connect our families with great content related to Bible teaching and community that you guys are driving. I want to share one other part about how do we talk to our kids about this current situation. There are just a few pointers that I I, want to share with you guys. Again, there's so much great resourcing. Just Google it. How do I talk to my kid during this stressful time? There are a few things. One is controlling your own anxiety. Uh, As parents, we certainly are facing our own anxieties around this entire situation. Another thing is definitely talk to your kids. You're going to want to be honest with them at an age-appropriate level about what is happening. Let them, if you don't know the answer, you know, what's happening in three weeks, you know what, I don't know just yet. We're going to play this day by day. Just be honest and allow them 
to share with you what it is they're challenged by. Asking them questions. Tell me what you're worried about. Why are you scared? How does that make you feel? Listen, give them plenty of time to talk and then listen. After that point, then you can validate their feelings. Even if, you know, sometimes kids think things that are irrational and we don't ever want to invalidate that. We want to validate it. I can understand why you feel that way. I know that that's got to be hurtful. And then we want to bring some assurance and assure them again, this too will pass. Uh, This is not going to last forever. And we trust the school systems. We trust the businesses in town that have that have closed down to keep us safe. We trust our government leaders. We trust our church leadership. And we recognize that everyone is really just concerned about our safety. Another thing, too, is empowering them by modeling behavior. What are the things that you're doing in your spiritual walk? Are you in the Word? Are you connecting online with your community? Then practical things. How are you doing with hand washing? Uh, all of those kinds of things. So as much as you can set an example for your kids about how they should be functioning and behaving during this time, the better off they're going to be. Again, we know there's just so much, there is so much uncertainty, but I don't think I could be any more excited than I am right now, guys, for what it is that God's doing in His church. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I think we'll look back at this time. We keep saying this here at on staff. We keep saying, I think we're going to look back at this season and say, that yeah. was the season when God changed everything That's for right. us. That's right. Thank you guys for spending time with me today. And oh, thanks for having us. Sharing stuff. I know. I can't wait for um, switch groups this week. Uh, my switch girls are going to be all online. Can't wait. And then we're going to be blasting all the Life Kids rooms this weekend online. So, yes. Yeah, I was going to say is like, man, if the things that I and Vince talked about, man, if you really want to make sure to know more about that, like how do I, who is my small group leader? What time are these things happening? Can you make sure I have access to that? I know you're going to share some resources, mm-hmm. but man, also the one of the greatest resources, just reaching out to your campus team, yeah. talk to your youth pastor, your kids pastor, the kids team, whatever, anything that you have a question about, they can help you navigate it. Yes, that's so great. And yes, for sure, we hope that you as parents, that you're at live.life.church this weekend for for our services. Uh, Pastor Craig is coming with an, another amazing message for us. Also, life.church forward slash kids forward slash media is going to be the best way to engage your kids in their very specific Life Kids content. Vince, your stuff is all the best way for people to connect with your stuff is. LC Switch. At LC Switch or at Switch Youth on YouTube. Either one of those will get you connected. That's good. So, at LC Switch on Instagram and then Switch Youth. Switch on Youth YouTube. on YouTube. But yes. you can find all the information if you go to the website life.church. Just look under Switch under Youth and it's all right there. All the awesome. links to YouTube, all the links to Instagram and all that. Okay. Well, cool. We sure hope that you guys will jump on and join our LC Parents Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram at LC Parents and we'll see you this week online. <laughs>